Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. So, hello, good evening, Zoe Linkson. Welcome to my phone call. (laughs) Hello, Emily it's so lovely to hear your voice it feels like i've not seen you forever it's been about a week it's been eight it feels like it's been ages busiest fucking week in the world though. i know it's been crazy and we didn't put an episode out last week obviously so yeah that's why it feels longer because ordinarily by now we would have recorded another episode yeah. and edited we'd have, and we'd have recorded an episode and then i'd have listened to the edit of that episode and then listened again when it mm. comes out to make sure it's fine yeah so i'd have listened to our conversation three times <laughs> so it just feels like i'm with you all the time because we're not now no we're separate i am um, because we're separate i can do this i'm gonna have a cigarette on the podcast oh this is um appealing to a special niche audience this is oh. when i start my 0898 number <laughs> People that just like to listen to girls smoke. Our pro-smoking portion of the... Well, you can hear you sparking up and everything. Just like to say for our non-smoking listeners, I'm the non-smoker, so I'm anti... And I'd just like to say to all our smoking and non-smoking listeners, it's not cool, kids. No. Don't do it. But it does look fucking wicked. So, welcome to I'm With The Boy Band, the ultimate boy band podcast. Yes, I'm Zoe Linkson. And I am Amy Long, and we are your hosts for this delightful trip through boy band news. Yes, we are the world's first boy bandologists, and as such, we like to keep ourselves and and therefore you up to date in everything that's happening in the world of boy bands. Yes. So we're going to kick off this week with the most important boy band updates that have happened since we've been off the air. Okay. And that's this week's Christmas light switch on update. <laughs> uh, Do you know and- what? I really don't know if the Americans understand this whole Christmas switch on thing. I don't care. We need to go to one and just film it for them. <gasps> or we'll probably find idea. one online. Some boy band's going to film themselves switching on the lights. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that will happen. We definitely. can build it up. We can definitely do an Instagram takeover. Yeah. Um, yeah, defo, defo. So this week, it's the turn of the Venice of the Northwest, Carlisle. <laughs> um, and it's been announced they're getting a double boy band bubble. What? When both East 17 and... Max George from The Wanted join them for their big switch on. Holy shit. Uh, it's going to take place on Sunday the 17th of November and our listeners are asked to note that the star-studded Christmas lights switch on. Uh, the stage will be in place in the city centre pedestrianised area outside <laughs> the town hall between 3.30 and 5.30pm. Do you know what? The 17th of November is the day I got Elvis, so it's a special day. Oh. It's six so years, six years this year, so yeah. Great. And uh, um, X Factor boy band Raksu have also been signed up for the Leeds Christmas Lights with John. Wow. I don't, I couldn't find any more details. They didn't say uh, there'll be no parking on the Village Green during the Christmas Lights. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing out there for me. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to Leeds. I've had a night or two out in Leeds. It's not very villagey. I have got an I... instruction at this point to click a link. Oh, no. Further down, click a link. Oh, no. Click a link. Click the link. Yes. So I'm clicking the link to see. So when old boy bands, old boy bands that we haven't allowed to die, who are still touring and playing pubs in the circuit, yeah. When whenever they're 
um, advertised, as you will know, from because you click on the same links that I do all the time. I'm like, oh, so-and-so is playing at the pub in Gloucester. Yeah. Um, they The promoters will always use a picture of them in their heyday. Right. So, um, for those of us that went to see Evan C- see E17 in a pub in Gloucester, will know that the the four piece <laughs> E17 is not the ones we got. <laughs> so, the, the link you're now clicking on is probably the first time I've seen one of these advertised with an actual pick of the actual lineup. Yeah. So, which members of E17 are you looking at? Well, we've got um, Terry Coldwell, friend of the podcast, in the middle, yes. and then on the left we've got Robbie Craig, looking very grumpy. And on the right-hand side, we've got Fake John. Yeah, Terry John. Yeah. But I like that they've put themselves in white Christmas coats. Just to make you think, oh, they that, have. that is the really 17. They're all wearing they, sunglasses, so you can't were, really tell. They, they wore white coats in that video. They it did. Must be them. <laughs> they did. And also, Fake John appears to have grown a little goatee to make himself look more like legit John. Right. Yeah, they're my favourite. I did. I loved E17, even though it was only friend of the podcast Terry left. They were so much fun. Oh, they were so it, fun. It was our first boy band adventure before we started the podcast as well. It, well, not our first one ever, but our first boy band related to the podcast type one. And yeah. it was right before, literally, because we went to see them, didn't we, between Christmas and New Year. And we did our first recording on New Year's Day. So it was literally yeah. days before. Also the same day that I debuted to you uh new kiss on the blocks boys in the band and was like that's gonna be our theme tune oh yeah what happened well not, i mean not <laughs> it's not our theme tune <laughs> and the problem is is that after somebody heard our podcast he wanted it to be our theme tune but yeah. we made do with him as our mascot instead you snooze you lose that's right that's right uh, further further news so oh, go on People that don't know, so Raksu was the boy band that won. No, didn't win X Factor. The boy, or did they win X Factor? I think they might have won a couple of years ago. Yeah, X Factor 2017, four piece oh, boy go. band Raksu. Uh, the rumor is now this is unconfirmed because you never find out who's actually going on to this TV program until the night it launches. Yes. So I'm a celeb is due to start in the next couple of weeks. This Ooh. is the we'll put a load of celebrities in the jungle and starve them and hope that they fight. Um, <laughs> and cover so, them in snakes <laughs> Raksu member Miles Stevenson is rumoured to be one of the celebs going in as is Duncan James, we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago even Duncan though he's James denied it Blue. yeah, yeah but he's, he's, on, he's on tour at the minute so yeah, it's un- it seems unlikely yeah so, so I, um, what celeb, what boy band celebs would you like to see because as, as we know, so um, Matt from Busted did very well on I'm yes. Celeb Dougie from McFly won. I'm yes. So boy banders do really, really well on it. Did Who, Matt Willis win it or did he come second or third? I don't know that he won. I have he a did, feeling he, he was in the well. final. He was definitely yes. in the final. Yeah, okay. Uh, but Dougie well, definitely won it. Who who would you like to see in well, it? Well, the like, thing is, is that my boy band has got history with reality TV shows because Mark Owen won Celebrity Big Brother, the first series of Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. So... I mean, he is an absolute angel and I'd always love to watch Mark on that sort of thing because he's really good value and he just comes off like the nicest man in the world, which he is. But if I was going to pick, I'd probably throw in someone like one of the Knight Brothers from New Kids because I don't know oh. much about them. I'd just like to see how they handle I, the pressure. Yeah, I had to find for you, didn't I, the um, the links to watch Jordan on mm. 
what I, and again I can't remember the name of the program he was on totally is it totally man band he wasn't in that one no, was he no, it was the other one I know exactly it, what you're talking about world's worst boy bandologist right now can't remember <laughs> the name of the program again that featured a boy band up. member from your own favorite boy band so yeah cool yeah cool. sorry I, um, I would also this. obviously throw in one of one direction maybe Niall oh Mm. I've told you, haven't I, that I know someone that's related to Niall. Oh, yeah. Yes, because I think every time we have this conversation, I then say that I know Keith Duffy's cousin. <laughs> and then that's where it stops. And then we talk about boys' life. <laughs> um, I, um, who would you put in the jungle, boy band-wise? I a Jonas. Probably, do you know what? I was about to say a Jonas, yeah. I think. But I think my Jonas... So Kevin, Kevin yeah, because mm. I just think he's really funny. He is. Like he has this incredibly dry wit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think boy bands are built for that kind of situation, yeah. though, because they've spent all that time living in a Toyota Previa on the road, <laughs> like close proximity, having to get on with everyone and make things work. And okay, once the fame hits them, that kind of goes. It down changes sh- it a bit. Then, shifts yeah. them a little bit, but they've had to go through that long days living with the same people and having you know the same people in your world a very small world for a long time so i think they're kind of they're slightly more prepared to be in the jungle and used to doing what they're told yeah and maybe not the starvation side of it i don't know depends how much their pds were i suppose yeah (laughs) and also (laughs) these boy bands they're not big fat people so they don't need loads of calories they're they're live. And right, fine. They can they can survive on a cornflake. Agreed. Okay. So speaking of One Direction, and I know that you've you've limited me. I'm on an embargo now for how many One Direction mentions I can put in one podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Louis Tomlinson. Yes. Tickets for Louis's forty three date world tour went on sale on Friday. Forty three dates. Yeah, it's his first solo tour post one D, which bearing in mind they went on hiatus in twenty thirteen. It's been a good few years. That's actually been a chunk of change, isn't it? It's been a yeah. yeah. And I know Louis had a lot going on. He did X Factor, he lost his mum, he lost his sister. There's been a lot happening for him, but he's absolutely thrilled. So the good news for fangirls is that Louis plans to party like a chav whilst on the road (laughs) (laughs) so for our international listeners a chav is basically a british version of a redneck but obviously less guns and less spitting in buckets for our australian (laughs) fan girls we know that you probably know what a chav is but it's similar to a bogan um louis told the daily star that when he's on the road he gets up around 2 p.m has a bite to eat and that you know that's probably a you know pickled onion monster munch and a greg's pasty because let's face it he's He's northern Northern. (laughs) yeah um before he heads out to do his show and uh, his after party will be a chavvy night out pretty cheap and cheerful basically messy rough and ready that kind of do now louis is also the member of one direction who always slept on the tour bus so I'm not saying that, you know, he likes he, he likes a basic. He likes rough. <laughs> <laughs> He's quite happy with with the basics. So he also admitted recently he thinks boy band stars are often victims of snobbery. He believes it's especially tough to make the transition from being a boy band member to a credible rock and roll star, which we know well that is true. Yeah, it's true. It's right. He went He's been on listening to the podcast. He has. He went on to explain, I think you've just got to kind of earn your stripes as an artist and be honest and be real. 
And whoever likes you, great. Whoever doesn't, well, it is what it is, I suppose. Louis's really good at that. He's good at saying a lot of things that don't really say anything. He's using a lot of words and not giving any detail. <laughs> Meanwhile. Okay, so I'm going to allow you, go on, I'm going to allow you another bit of One Direction. And then that's it for the year. Okay, well, meanwhile, Harry, my Harry, <laughs> Styles, has told Hits Radio that he'd love to take on the role of James Bond. Oh. So when current Bond Daniel Craig quits the role after the next film is done, he's um, he's up for it. So film editor Lee Smith... I really could see that. Yeah. Because you... Harry looks really good in a suit. He'd have to have his hair. You couldn't be Bond Mate. with that hair. Harry really looks couldn't. good in everything. No, but you, he, he'd have to have the haircut, which well, I'm sure got... he'd to commit to the role he'd do. Like, there's yeah. no way that GCHQ allows one of their did you see to be a little hippie-ish. Did you see him in Dunkirk? No. Okay, so in Dunkirk, he had a very short haircut, okay. which was reminiscent of the World War Two era. So I'm sure he'd be fine with that. So... The film editor, Lee Smith, who worked with him on Dunkirk, agrees he'd be perfect for the role if the makers decide to cast a younger Bond. Although so far this year, Harry's also been touted for the role of Elvis and Prince Eric and the Little Mermaid. So who knows what will come of this? Now, the Little Mermaid we know he's not doing. The Elvis Presley biopic, that's a um, Baz Luhrmann, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, he'd be great as that. Mm. But do we see him as Elvis? I reckon. A young Elvis. I'd like to see him in the fat suit. Older <laughs> Elvis. So that, if... that that scene with Harry on the toilet eating a hamburger is going to be epic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, n- not just that. If we can get Daniel Craig emerging from the surf in just his little pants, if we could get Harry to replicate that, what do you reckon? I would totally be down for the little... 001D. Yes. <laughs> um, and just while you mention 1D, I know that I'm, this is absolutely against the rules and I'm not allowed to say it, but Liam was on Jonathan Ross' show last week. He said that he keeps getting into trouble because he keeps talking about the One Direction reunion and he says, I can't give a date because I keep giving people time frames and then it doesn't happen and everyone's really mad at me. But... He um, said not for at least another two years. And he also <gasps> mentioned that Zayn, towards the end of the band, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious, but towards the end of the band, things were really bad with between Zayn and them. So I think it's highly unlikely, even though I already knew this, that Zayn will be a part of that. Okay. That. But then we also, it was also thought that um, uh, Charlie would never be getting busted. busted. And here we are with a fully reformed busted. Yes. Now you had other news for us, didn't you, about uh, boy bands we've reunited because we obviously reunited busted. Yes. Um, so we re our first. Um, <laughs> wanted to say victim. Then that's not the right word. <laughs> our first uh, good result or success. There we go. From our boy bandipity, when we first realised that we had the power of boy bandipity on our side, was Jonas. The yes. Jonas Brothers back way, in... Way, way back in February? March? March. Oh, something March. like that. And um, as it happens, do you know what? I just have this feeling for a minute then that maybe the London shows are going to be the Jonas shows this, on the anniversary of us reuniting Jonas. Oh my God. No, February the 2nd that is, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Okay. 
forget that. So <laughs> I was just being really hopeful then. So we got Jonas back together. And on the day we went to see Jonas do their little album launch gig in Kingston at Prism. They did a lot of in press prison. that day in prison. They did a lot of press that day in London, lots of radio shows. And Joe Jonas mentioned on Kiss FM, I think it was, that they had seen My Chemical Romance rehearsing next to them in a rehearsal studio recently. Oh. And everyone was like, shut your mouth, Joe Jonas. You're talking shit. And I believe that one of the members of My Chemical Romance also was like, did a like a parody video where he stuck duct tape over his eyebrows to give him the Joe Jonas brows and was like, oh, my chemical romance are reuniting. And he was like, we're not. But actually, as it turns out, I think he was probably trying to double bluff and go, fuck, Joe Jonas has outed us. Because as it happens, on Halloween, my chemical romance announced they're reuniting. Proving that Joe Jonas has got the boy bandipity equivalent for emo bands. Oh, do you think that our power, the power of boy bandivity, that it's transferred? It, it, yeah. So that <gasps> once we reunited Jonas, they then also yes. inherited the powers yes. of boy bandivity. I absolutely think that's true, but they can't oh. do boy bands because we're the only world's only boy right. bandologists. So it has to be, you know, emo punk bands. This is amazing news. <laughs> So I think we all owe Joe Jonas an apology, and by we all, I mean all of you fuckheads the on emos. Twitter that talk smack <laughs> about him. <laughs> okay, you go. Okay, I love it, Jonas. I am bringing us a boy band, a baby time, and oh. populating the planet in October has been Stereo Kicks and Union J member Casey Johnson. And now the Stereo Kicks were the eight-piece boy band who were put together from all the solo entrants in X Factor Season oh, 11. Oh, is that where they came from? And they were eliminated in the quarterfinal and eventually split up yep. you know, the year after in 2015 because that's what happens when you force eight boys together. Um, <laughs> Union J had found fame on Season 9 of the X Factor, which was 2012. They made it through to the semi-final. Yep. They, Casey Johnson joined them in 2016 when one of the original members, George Shelley, quit. Right. Um, Casey has had a baby with his girlfriend, who is Marnie Simpson from Geordie Shore. Um, Shut up! I didn't know Geordie that. Geordie Shore, for our international listeners, uh, Geordie Shore's the UK's attempt to replicate Jersey Shore in the northeast mm-hmm. of England. I've never watched really. Jersey Shore, but I have watched Geordie Shore. And I just don't believe that there is anywhere in the US that has people like the Geordies. You really need to watch Jersey Shore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. The pair as yet haven't revealed the name of their new son. New son. The pair as yet haven't revealed the name of their new son or a picture of him. Although we're pretty certain it happened because there's been months and months of pictures of belly holding on Marnie's Instagram. Yes. Um, so they're probably waiting for the right name to come to them. Or the right magazine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I knew she was Cheggers. I knew she was having a baby, but I didn't realise that he was her partner. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, everyone's connected to a boy band. Wasn't there something that you um, posted to me that I have not looked at yet about Westlife's children? While we're talking about boy oh, band yes, babies, the Westlife video for um, my blood was my blood last Friday, and it features all the Westlife children. 
So, and some of them have got really old children, one. Um, it's the first glimpse we got of Layla, who is Mark, Mark's. Mark, Marcus's baby. Um, is it Mark Vahili no, or Marcus Mark, Vahili? Yeah, Mark. I think maybe he's Marcus, but he goes by Mark. So yeah, it's Mark sorry. and what's his tits from um, <laughs> V. No, they split up. Oh, different, for fuck's sake. Different I'm husband. S- honestly. Did you not listen to the episode, Amy? Yeah, it's not only boy- did I... Zoe, not only did I listen to it, I edited it as well. <laughs> and I re-listened when I realised two of V had listened to it. And I still don't remember. This is how bad my short-term memory is. Oh, bless you. need to stop drinking lager while we're recording. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm in the Dead Pony Club today. It's Brewdog. It's delicious. Okay. Anyway. Um, more uber boy band news. Mm. So um, our favourite K-pop boys again, BTS. Um, and by oh. favourite, I mean... The one that most Western media outlets have heard of and are using as constant clickbait in all of my news feeds. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, Toy maker Mattel have announced that they're releasing a set of BTS dolls. Do you know what? I'm amazed it hasn't happened before now. It has. It has. Bear with me. Oh. The the doll form of the boys are three inches high and each one comes on a little base with their name on just in case you've got any issues standing seven members at a time. <laughs> um, and according to Amazon, they're coming out on November the 11th, which is perfect for Christmas. <laughs> um, and they, they're going to sell out pretty quick if you go by how fast the hugely they they did a pop-up store in seoul recently which was called the house of bts mm. and had some merch available there vastly overpriced sold out oh, now this as you were correct to saying this is the second set of bts dolls mattel have put out this year oh uh, the previous set of dolls have helped boost mattel's global profits to 721 million dollars in this last quarter alone. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, and BTS now account for $4.65 billion of the gross domestic product of South Korea. What? Ker fucking ching, right? <laughs> oh my God. Four, what was it? $4.65 billion. billion. Gross domestic product. How, I don't understand where K-pop came from. Obviously, I know it came from Korea, and obviously, I know it's massive in Korea. But like these guys have just fucking but the exploded. Asian the Asian territories have always been huge. Boy, doesn't you look like Malaysia? Have always, I think, nine one one were always massive in Malaysia. Yeah, and take that in Japan. Singapore, yeah, yeah. yeah. That will take that talk in the nineties about how they spent so much time in Japan. They had Japanese girlfriends. So. Oh. Was it the Backstreet Boys who said they had German girlfriends because they spent so much time in Germany? Possibly. (laughs) Um, Duncan James Frambleu has been back on stage in the Rocky Horror Show playing Frankenfurter and he's taken the opportunity to share the disgusting details of why walking in heels is such an achievement for him. Oh, so pray continue. (laughs) Three years ago, whilst appearing... I just make it clear? When I saw him, when he was stalking me at the station, yes, he wasn't in heels, which might be why he managed mm. to nip on the train so speedily, because <laughs> he was just in normal shoes. He was in his pumps that day. Yes. So, three years ago, whilst appearing in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, also on heels, he discovered... I, I see a pattern. Yes. He discovered he had a slip disc crushing a sci- his sciatic nerve. Um Duncan, I feel you, mate. Uh, and with the nerves starting to die, he could be paralysed without an operation. And we've spoken about this before, haven't we? 
Whilst recuperating at home with his mum, he felt something wet on his back and his shocked mum told him his scar had opened and there was something leaking from it. His surgeon told him it was spinal fluid and he needed a second operation. We should have done a trigger warning before reading this one. Within weeks, he was back at work, starting his role as the villain in soap opera Hollyoaks whilst high on the opioid, opioid tramadol. Nice. But the result of all of this is that three years later, Duncan has his heels specially made for him. Uh, I'm going to need that number. <laughs> yeah, me Can too. Can I just say anything? Like, Duncan, I, like, I'm a girl. I'm a 45-year-old female. I cannot fucking walk more than five minutes in heels. No. So if you're full on performing a musical with singing and dancing in heels, Duncan, you are a better woman than I am. Seriously. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to take a stateside now. Okay. To... 98 Degrees is oh, Nick This is my favourite piece of boy band news from this week. I really enjoy this. Uh, now, Nick Lachey's boy band days go back about 15 years to his career with 98 Degrees. Mm. Um, and at the time, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys and just a slew of other boy bands all hit the charts around the same time. Mm. And it was kind of hard to stand out amongst the competition. Yeah. Um, but... Out of this, uh, Nick appeared on Watch What Happens Life with Andy Cohen recently, mm. and, and he was asked what boy band did he think was overrated, um, uh, and Nick Lachey did not hold back. He says... <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I am. I know um, what's coming. <laughs> Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey, what boy band is the most overrated? I would go with an English boy band. Now, first of all, fuck you, Nick Lachey. <laughs> I would go with an English boy band. Can we go there? No, you fucking can't. Uh, it was a group called Five that we toured with, Lachey said. I legendarily hate Five. Way overrated. Five was way overrated. Do you know what, Nick Lachey? You're fucking way overrated. <laughs> I completely agree with that. I think he is overrated. But because because he dropped in the nugget saying that they toured with them. Yeah, and you because, kind of know that. Yeah. I've seen Neighbours from Hell that five were on <laughs> and I and, can understand that. Yeah, and my friend Emma used to be their booking agent. So she was worked for their tour promoter. So she used to book all their gigs and do all their riders and, you know, arrangements. And I mm. know things about what it was like working with five back in their heyday. Yeah. So, yeah, I can kind of see that. We know. But then that's, that's a personal thing. I don't think five as a... Name me one 98 degree song. I don't know any. Name me one five song. I keep on moving. Thank get you. on up I'm when you're down, baby. Sometimes the funk. Everybody get up, sing it. Right. One, two, three, four, five will make you get down now. Get on down. Nah. Yes. I know actual Thank lyrics. You. The only right. thing I know about 98 Degrees is that Nick Lachey was married to Jessica Simpson and that Jeff Timmons is the face in the window. No, not Jeff Timmons. <laughs> Justin, Justin Jeffreys, the face at the kitchen window you I, see in the dark. Do you know what? I do it every time. Is Jeff Timmons <laughs> even in 98 Degrees? Jeff Timmons is in 98 Degrees. Oh, there degrees. you go. I know three of them. Who's the fourth? There's another Lachey. Drew. Thank you. There you go. I not only I, knew that because I read it recently. On the, na- on the last New Kids tour, yeah. we um, I can't even remember what city this is. This is so bad. I want to say it's Cincinnati. Mm. We, we had a night off in Cincinnati. So we were like, let's go out. 
let's go to the uh, Lachey's bar, and it was called Lachey's um, <laughs> in Cincinnati. We're in there's quite a nice place. Walk in, we see there's three of us. We go into the bar, we walk in, and um, we see another new kids fan sat there on her own. We're like, oh, come and join us. Don't be there on your own. What are you doing here? Yeah. And she points to the back of the room, and at the back of the room, there's two Knight brothers, Joey McIntyre, and their security sat in a little booth oh. having dinner. I was like, well, this is fucking awkward. Because it <laughs> felt like we followed them there. And I'm just saying, yes. out of all the new kids, none of them were the ones that I would That you would follow anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> so I was just like, well, this is extremely oh, fucking so awkward. Funny. Let's just stand here and get drunk. And they left very shortly afterwards, so it was fine. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. <laughs> so um, okay. I also heard a rumour there's some making the bad news. Oh, 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 tell. Is it O-Town related? No. Oh. So, according to allhiphop.com, Diddy is bringing back Making the Band in 2020. Yes. Diddy said in an interview with Rolling Stone, I'm not going to do the impression. I just. No. I just okay. know that for me, I would only be able to sign legends. To be honest, my decisions will be made through God. I'm at another frequency and level of music. Diddy's oh, no, previous. I'm version, worried about. Diddy's version of confidence. Mm, especially, like he sounds a bit Kanye-y, doesn't he? Well, he just sounds like he just needs to come out of himself a bit. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. like, Low so self-esteem. Introverted. Yeah, we're like, yeah. Perhaps we should send him some cards. Yeah. <laughs> and some crystals or something, just to help him out. Well, uh, Diddy's previous version of Making the Band ran from 2002 to 2009 and produced four bands. Um, rap group Da Band, girl group Danity Kane, boy band day 26 and r&b singer donny clang so you know how he said he would only be able to sign legends <laughs> legends legends so we need to do that list again so um legends the band legends danity kane legends day 26 and legends donny clang Oh, God, Diddy. We all know that the best thing to come out of making the band was O-Town. Right. And really, and they should have stopped that. Version. Mm. I am. Um, but then, so that's, so Lance, when he, uh, when the, the girls from our sister podcast, Girl, We You Alone, met up with Lance a couple of months back, he mm. said that he's working on a boy band version of making the band. With Donny. Yes, that's the only version of making the band of that kind of thing that we need. Yes, Right? Agreed. Agreed. I, I don't want Diddy on my TV. I want Lance and Donny and me and you sat on that panel like X Factor with our buzzers. And Eric and Trevor oh, yeah. and Jacob and Dan right. fucking Miller get in my face. Yes. And oh, maybe in your face. I'm maybe in your face. Maybe I'll throw Ashley Parker Angela Bone as well, but you know. I don't know. Anyway. It's Instagram. Can I know. Just, that's it's because I normally see it on my way to work in the morning. And mm. can I just say it leaves the girl with a hot flush? I was going to say, does it make you feel things first thing in the morning? <laughs> it's just <laughs> totally inappropriate. APA. Oh, I love him. More uh, boy band so news? New, new boy band news now. Oh. Uh, so two of the new slew of boy bands have collaborated... <laughs> two of the new slew of boy bands have collaborated on the single... Canadians pretty much and Latin Grammy winners Cinco, CNCO, however you prefer to say it, they've released a single together called Me Necessita and it's way too fucking catchy. It's <laughs> so good. Um, although I, I do personally think they peaked a little bit too soon with it because it's got this real summery vibe about it. It's oh. one of those things that you you expect to hear in every Spanish pub when you're on the Costa del Sol for mm. your 
week away. It's so good. Um, and we've mentioned the before, like maybe once, um, a social media boy band road trip. Oh, yes. Have we been have, yeah. out on a road trip recently. Oh. <laughs> uh, performing to their crap. On fans. brand. Yes, performing to fans across the UK. Uh, been playing small venues for, yeah. you know, they're an unsigned band. Um, but they do have over 2 million follow- followers across their social media platforms. Wow. Um, now, this news popped up onto my newsfeed this week. And as I'm a committed rabbit holer... Yes, you are. I clicked on the tour promo video, because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And lost myself for approximately five hours on a school night. Oh, no. Uh, in the realm of who the fuck are road trip. <laughs> and why the fuck do I know that song? <laughs> and all those questions I have, and that you may have, and our 16,000 listeners may have across all media platforms, uh, are going to be answered in our next Boy Band of the Week. Oh, is I that our next one? hold into Boy Band of the Week. Yes. Amazing. Cool. That's good. I like that because I don't know anything about these guys. So I'm very keen to oh, hear. So collected. It's going to be Road Trip and then there's a couple of other boy bands in a very similar way to the whole um, Scandal, Busted, Ooh. Book Fly, V, Connections and Link Up. Nice. It's going to be like that, but it's not going to take us eight parts to do it. Okay, like, good. Get through all these in one. <laughs> Okay, that's it. great. It's good. It's a really interesting little story. So Excellent. that is going to be our next episode. Whenever that will, might be. Yeah, which will be with you soon. Yeah. So great. Uh, thank you, Amy. Thank I you, Zoe. You. I missed you. Good luck with the move. Oh, thanks. Don't yeah. leave me. I won't. I'm going to be back every week. It's fine. <laughs> well, well. We're going to survive. It's going to okay. be fine. So, uh, yeah, we're on social media. Um, if you ha- if you find any boy band news that you think we've missed, come and join us. Uh, let us know on social media. You can find us on Twitter at the Boy Band Pod, Instagram at I'm with the Boy Band. Come chat with us in the Facebook page where we discuss news bits as we find them and the you know the funnies. So our Facebook discussion group it, you'll find by searching I'm with the Boy Band. And you can email us just theboybandpod at gmail.com. Uh, and join us next week when we're going to hit up our next boy band for... Can't call it boy band of the week anymore, can we? So oh. join us next week well, for our next... Let's call it that anyway. The, you know, I know history of the boy band. Um, <laughs> uh, and where you will find out where boy band road trip fall in the ultimate boy band chart. But remember... It's not the boy band that falls at the top of our chart. That is the ultimate boy band. It's the one that was there for you when you needed the most and got you from there to here. Bye. Bye.